to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 345 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Sam and I just did the whole intro myself. Do I normally do that? I don't know. No, that's exactly right. That's perfect. Oh, good. good Have you good, not good. listened to the podcast recently? I, 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 no, I don't. I only listen to it when I edit it, and then after that, I never listen to it again. Um, no, I'm not sure. I'm very tired for some reason. All right. So, because you're working through lockdown. Uh, yeah, I'm on day six at the moment, so day seven tomorrow, and then I have days off. Yeah, I, um, I started working yesterday. You made an appearance, eh? Yeah, I made an appearance yesterday. Um, How was so, that? Man, I was buggered. I because I had to restack three pallets of um, uh, charcoal briquettes and, and label them because nobody can buy charcoal briquettes. You can't get them in the country. And the boss managed to find somewhere. He bought five oh. pallets. And okay, so, so this is a hot commodity then, this thing. It really is. It really is. As we we're restacking it because we we're doing it at the front of the shop, yeah. we sold, I don't know, six or seven in like the half oh, hour wow. that I was just – doing that but it's just the bending over and restacking so there's 13 to a layer and yeah. i don't know how many layers there are quite a few um three pallets worth i got home and i was like oh i feel oh had a shower fell asleep <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, anyone would think you're old yeah that's that's the sort of impression it, it gave me uh anyway that's all good that's all good so um yeah other than that i've been cooking and baking stuff uh, as you've seen, baking. Well, was... no, not baking, baking, but putting food in a baking dish and cooking. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I thought you were baking on top of the dish that I did see on Facebook. No, I did another one today, actually. A kumara veggie frittata. This is from. Is this from the box people? No. Yeah, well, um, the the one you, the other day was um, one of the box people's. Um, so Hello Fresh yeah, recipe. Good but I just used what I had in the fridge. Yes, because I didn't think you were getting HelloFresh anymore. So I was like, I, yeah, I, I think he's... I will when I've got some money, <laughs> but I am. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. That, that, yeah, yeah. How, and then, how convenient. Um, <laughs> and then the one I did today, actually, was the recipe was on um, the project last night. They said something. And so I used the project uh, recipe they had put on their Facebook page, oh, but I didn't what, have the same stuff as they had, so I just put other stuff in. It was what was great. What was the recipe? Well, what it was, was for part? a potato frittata, and I oh, had yeah. kumara, and no. I didn't have cream, so I had oat milk in there, and I didn't have frozen peas. I had frozen veg, and I threw some spinach no. in. It was what great. What could go wrong? It was great. It was really nice. That's pretty good. Yeah, anyway, um, nobody wants to hear about my cooking. God damn it. They do. This is your start of your YouTube uh, cooking channel. <laughs> oh, yeah, can you imagine how much wine I'd drink through that if I was doing People that? would watch that, though. You could just be like the drunk. Um, oh, you know, yeah, whatever. totally, totally. Um, yeah, so um, what do we got? I wanted to start off with this because I just it just tickled me. It just tickled okay. me. There's yeah, nothing good, good. big here at all. But they had the big uh, – literally, this was on NBC News, which, okay. as you know, I watch fairly regularly because yes. I'm an idiot. Anyway, I was watching NBC News, and they're like, the hurricane's coming. It's going to hit New York. It's yeah, going to yeah. hit New York tomorrow um, tomorrow or the next day, whenever yeah. I, I read this. And it's the first time this hurricane's, uh, hurricane's hit New York in 30 years or something, I think. Oh, wow. And then okay. they go, so uh, we've got a few notices. Firstly – the ferry to the uh, Statue of Liberty will be closed. Yeah. What the 
I was like, what are you talking about? Who's going to take the ferry to the Statue of Liberty in a hurricane? No, I reckon there's there's two people I can think of. One will be be storm chasers and the other will be like photographers. Oh, my God. I was just like, seriously, you have to put this on the national news because people would go otherwise? Like, are you nuts? Yeah, they have to. They have to put notices on everything. <laughs> anyway, that that just tickled me. I cracked me up so much. I was just pissing myself laughing. I was dying. Uh, but anyway, well, yeah. that's good. That's good. <laughs> hey, I don't uh, know how I, they did with the uh, hurricane because I haven't watched the news. No, the I haven't. I haven't seen anything on uh, the social media stuff, so it can't be that bad. I came across a thing called Letterboxer. Uh, I don't know how I came across it, but it's called Letterboxer. Trees not ads and it's letterboxer.org.nz and they're all about um stopping junk mail oh okay uh and basically what they do is they think it's a waste of time it's destroying forests unnecessary waste they will post you a free sticker anywhere in new zealand to put on your letterbox to say no junk mail and it's quite a high quality cool looking logo slash sticker and uh They've got supporters, and basically at the moment, it seems like there's one guy that's their main supporter that gives them the money to make these stickers. You, on the form that you fill out, it says, how many stickers do you want? One or two. And if you click two, it goes, why do you want two? <laughs> like, but it's completely free. So letterboxer.org.nz, no postage, no nothing. They'll send you the sticker. I don't know. It's okay. a random thing. I, bit, I, so did you order one? No. No, I quite like the junk mail. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'd be interested. If anybody listening to this goes, that's a great idea. I want to do that. Please let us know how it works because I want to know a couple of things. I yeah. want to know if that stops the local news, the local circular news, like Hamilton News or whatever you get, wherever you are, whether they just stop giving you that. And I want to know if it actually works or whether the guys that's getting paid to stuff junk mail into your letterbox um, – can't no, read or that, doesn't read or doesn't care. Oh, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't know. But they've got a lot of information on here. Like they're like, tells you who the companies are that distribute the junk mail and their contact details and um, places that you can go to to actually see the circulars and flyers online. They've got a link to all that. They're like, here, go here. Um, yeah. No, that's cool. That's cool. I like that. I like that. Little- Did you hear the latest about uh, Britney Spears? Uh, didn't her dad finally say, you know what, she can go out on her own and I will step down as the whatever he is? Yeah, he had, um, he'd recently stepped down. He's recently agreed to step down as conservator. Yeah, yeah. But what he said was um, the addiction and mental health issues are much more serious than the pe- public knows. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, and in recent court documents, he claimed people would praise him if they knew highly uh, confidential details around just how se- severe the issues are. Um, sounds like he's making this up. I know, that's what I think. Um, in the documents filed, the Los Angeles County's court this uh, month, Spears said, if the public knew all the facts of Mrs. Ms. Spears' personal life, not only her highs but also her lows, all of the addiction and mental health issues she struggled with and all the challenges of the conservatorship, they would praise Mr. Spears for the job he has done, not vilify him. I don't know about that. 
yeah, uh, she's, I, it's, she's pro- just a, she's, it's just a two year right poster just waiting. She's probably got a lot a lot less problems than some other uh, high profile people that are just running around by themselves. Probably, um, yeah. So but, you know that's that's good. Yeah, I, I think though she's had what? How long is that? Does conservatorship been going? Twenty years? Oh, for, or yeah, forever. Like it's yeah. Just crazy. I think twenty years. Maybe she's got over a bit of it. You know, I would oh, hope so. Otherwise, if she hasn't then the conservatorship is doing jack shit and that's not the answer, right? Well, it, it, you know, it's all about money, really, and oh, yeah, totally. just to want the money. Uh, yeah, the, tall- yeah. the tallest man in the world died at age oh, 38. Yeah, I, I, I heard something about that. I, didn't see, I saw a photo of him with somebody. He was pretty damn big. He was close to eight foot or something, wasn't he? Uh, I will tell you how tall he is. He is. Oh, so he's one of those guys that had a tumor pressing against his pituitary gland. Yeah. Um and once you have that then uh you you keep growing. So he was 7 foot 8.33 inches and he so that was all good. He was a really big Obama supporter and that's one of the photos that they've got. He had a all t-shirt right. on that said the world's biggest Obama supporter and he's reaching <laughs> over some people. That's um, pretty cool. He's originally from the Ukraine, but um it said here that in 2012 he wanted some money to uh get specially made shoes so he wouldn't be in pain because he normally wears a 2610E uh, shoe. So super wide and super huge shoe. And thousands of people donated and because um, he said it was going to cost about $16,000 for these shoes. Uh, but Reebok came to the party and made the custom shoes for him for free. Oh, nice. So when he traveled to New York when he was 27... Guinness World Records measured him, and this was on the Dr. Oz show, and they said, you are the tallest man in America. He edged out. Guess who the second tallest person is, I guess, in America or the world? A, a deputy sheriff from Virginia. Oh, really? Yeah, imagine I was, I was this, expecting like, a basketball player. Nah, imagine some <laughs> giant like deputy coming out of a car to like, shoot you. <laughs> So anyway, that I'm happened. not all deputy sheriffs shoot civilians. Come on, don't be... So, don't exaggerate. No, no, no. Actually, I heard some good news to, uh, this week too. I thought this was pretty cool. Have you heard Airbnb's offering free housing to 20,000 Afghan refugees? I saw the headline, but I didn't read anything about it. Yeah, so I was I was curious because I was like, how are they going to do that? But they are they're connecting, um, they are using Airbnb, um, what do you call them, uh, hosts. Mm-hmm. And the hosts are saying, yeah, well, we're, we're happy for you to... Um, use this property as a refugee property yeah, and they'll house them there. But Airbnb is basically paying that rent. Oh, yeah, so they're going to foot the bill. Yeah, they're going to foot the bill. Um, and, but it's like in conjunction, I guess you'd say, with the host. I mean, I, mean, I guess it's a good thing for the hosts. They know they've got, um, they've got tenants for a long term. Uh, presumably at a, a bit of a lower rate than they yeah, would yeah, normally. But that's, but, yeah. but that's that's a good that's trade-off. A, yeah, thing. that's pretty good. So, yeah, but 20,000, that's pretty impressive, actually, when you think of, you know, that's a lot of people to to home, and that's around the world. That's obviously not just limited to the US mm. or wherever. Yeah, no, but, that's yeah. a lot of people. It's real good. That's pretty cool. So I thought that was quite inspiring. Yes. Hey, I ended up on a website called Orange Bean. Orange uh, Bean. Yeah, and it's okay. all about Midwest Indiana. <laughs> you don't know where the story's going. Uh, no, I have so no idea. <laughs> it, it says when America had an atomic mecha warrior robot. 
So. What? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a bit of a story. But back in the day, in the 50s, 1950s, basically, the US Air Force was like, look, for us to beat everyone and be the best, we need to put a nuclear reactor inside an airplane. So we oh, can fly. We can what fly could the go wrong? Yeah, no, that, that's why they didn't do it. Well, as long as it never gets shot down, we'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. But it can fly for like a week at a time and just goes nonstop. And they were going to use the same little nuclear reactor that they use in the submarines. But they couldn't, the bomber to hold that has to be really huge. Like it's a really giant, giant plane. So they were like, what do we do? So, and, you know, uh, so they, because basically the bomber had to be shielded. The more shielding, the bigger the plane, the bigger reactor. So it was just yeah. catch twenty two. Yeah, I love I love the idea of a lead plane. It's a yeah, yeah. good good look. <laughs> but they had to build this huge giant robot, uh, this huge mech thing. It's called the Beetle, and it had it's a huge tracked contraption. It weighs twenty two ton, and it's got little arms on it, <laughs> and and it could like pick up an egg without cracking it and move it around. And this was just to do servicing on this plane if the plane came into fruition. And General Electric uh, built it. And they had this guy who was the main guy that could operate it. And there's some photos of the inside of it. And he's got like... Um, was he in it when he was Yeah, operating? he's got to be in it. So he's got a foot of lead glass to look through. Uh, he's got all this stuff. He has to be inside it for like, you know, 12, 14 hours at a time. And um, they called him Tex. And yeah, he was just like the super clever dude uh, that was in it. And obviously he's from Indiana. This is what the story is about. But uh, it kept breaking down uh, all the time. Like they reckoned it broke down like hundreds of times, had all these weird short circuits, um, had 400 miles of wiring in the Beetle. Uh, so, so you said the 50s, right? So are we talking valves before bloody circuits? No, I think this when, 50s is when they started talking about the uh, the aeroplane. So they built this, when did they build this bloody giant robot thing? Uh, it was 27 feet tall, oh, 77 tons, sorry. Uh, it had a 500 horsepower supercharged engine and it could withstand <laughs> 3,000 3, times more radiation than a human. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, they must... Uh, Oh, 1962, there was a report talking about the robot. So it was around the 60s. Uh, but yeah, eventually- so, so it's pretty, still pretty um, crappy sort of oh, engineering no. material. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. The well, because the, yeah. the, the, the space, you know, Apollo missions were yeah, true. barely chips, weren't they? Yeah. So anyway, uh, basically it disappeared and they sort of don't know where it went. They seem to think it went to a place called Area 25 but there's no record of it ever being decommissioned or scrapped. So it's either out there or it's not. <laughs> but what that, but what this actually, this is the thing. What it led on to was that it, um, it led to the invention of a thing called a remote underwater manipulator and the deep sea vehicle DSV, which they nicknamed Alvin, which they made in 1964. And Alvin was the first manned sub to explore the Titanic. Right. But, but it's still, roaming around on the bottom of the ocean like they're still using it that's cool that's cool yeah so uh check out so, that link. so yeah so alvin has used the um but no, you know, no 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 they didn't reuse any of the parts from no the no robot, but, but, but the, the arm was basically yeah, built yeah, yeah. for the robot so yeah, yeah. 
Alvin's been using for donkey's years this arm, which was built for a robot that was built to supply a nuclear plane. Fix a nuclear plane. Yeah, yeah fix a nuclear plane. That's yeah. insane, right? Like, you, if you were to say, oh, I want to build a, 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 an arm for a submarine, you wouldn't think, but I need to build a lead plane first. <laughs> that's right that's right that's crazy how how science works or freaking history works it's insane insane. they had the story which is quite detailed i think we mentioned this in the past maybe uh in passing but uh there's a really detailed story on the herald website about the west coast beekeeper that turned into a brazilian drug mule it does sound somewhat um Familiar, but no, I don't know any details. So this, yeah, so he's 72 years old. He was work, he, he worked on oil rigs back in the day. He was um, in Antarctica when the plane smashed into Mount Erebus and he helped pull the bodies out. Um, he helped at the Cave Creek disaster and he's a apparently absolute machine for search and rescue. And he's known for his immense physical strength. And his last name's Arbon, A-R-B-O-N, and he makes organic honey. So I don't know if he's related to the other honey people. But anyway, he had 2.5 kilos of high-grade cocaine hidden in the lining of a suitcase. And basically, he's just a sad, he's a lonely, lonely old man. His first scam, he gave away $2,500. But one of his friends goes, I don't know how much he's actually given away over the years. Um, Oh, oh, sorry, he got scammed for it. Yeah, he gets scammed all the time. I thought thought you meant he was scamming people. No, he got scammed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then he got another one saying, oh, th- these people uh, want to give you a $120,000 loan, but you got to travel overseas. So he went, yep, sounds good to me. Off he went. So he just went straight to Brazil. Uh, then he lost his wallet. So he had no food for 24 hours. And then he had a suitcase. And uh, yeah, they pinged him for that in Australia. What, what happened? Did he end up in prison? Or his what? first lawyer told him, oh, you stuck, you, you effed up, uh, plead guilty. So he sacked that lawyer and then he got a private investigator involved who unraveled everything. And she basically tracked it back to Nigeria and said, look, I think he's been scammed. And uh, he uh, got not guilty after 18 months after being arrested. Um, Now he's back in New Zealand, um, but he was just happy. He wasn't caught in Dubai where he could have been executed. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. But yeah, hopefully he learns a, a lesson from no, that. No, no. He's a very trusting man, and he's probably got Russian brides on the go at the moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm still saving up for those as well. Um, but but, <laughs> good on you. Good on you. <laughs> uh, a whole bunch of TVs got stolen out of South Africa. Yeah. Uh, so, But Samsung's got a new thing called the block function, which they've built into all their TV sets. And basically, they can just, they've just bricked all these TVs. Because only the rightful owner with valid proof of purchase can unlock it. I don't. It doesn't say how many were stolen, but it was a whole bunch out of a warehouse. Yeah, so it now, would be a whole shipment. Or something. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yep. They just uh, they just they <laughs> brick them basically. That's pretty cool. I want, but it does make you wonder if they can just hit record from the TV as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. if they can remotely do that, I'm sure they're doing all sorts. Yeah, remember, yeah, yeah. Remember, they're never listening. No, never, never. Hey, um. I will I'll share this. This made me laugh. I don't know if it'll make you laugh as much, but the cyber <laughs> that's, always a, that's always a good start. The cyber ninjas uh weren't cyber enough. What hey okay, what's a cyber ninja first? Okay, so all right, so you don't know anything about the story. All right. No. 
No, no. So, that's that's um, the best Donald Trump lost the last election. Yes. Um, apparently that's in doubt with some people. And so, one of the crowds that said it was in doubt was in Arizona. And Arizona, they um, they went through the Arizona leg- um, election body, whatever they call it, did a recount. It was good. Another recount was called for and was done. It was good. And this other party came along, and they're yeah. called the Cyber Ninjas. And they they do said, they have, "Do they have a good logo?" I don't know, but everybody's like, "Who are these guys, Cyber Ninjas?" Anyway, they get this ba- basketball court, like, and okay. they get all the records in there, and they start ripping the machines apart. And they've already said. Like this has happened over months. They were supposed to do it in a week and it's taken months and months. And um, they said uh, all, the county has to now re-buy all the election equipment because these guys have taken it apart and they it can't be trusted now because people have been through it. So it's like, you've got to scrap that. You've got to spend two and a half million on new uh, election machines because these guys have screwed all that up. Yeah, yeah. They were looking for bamboo fibers and they were looking for this and they were looking for that. They were. And they kept saying, oh, it, uh, we'll wait a little bit longer, wait a little bit longer. And, and they're almost a joke, right? They were becoming a real joke in the States. Yeah, well, yeah. the court has finally said you need to um, hand over the information now because this is public information. It's yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything yeah, you're yeah, doing okay. is public sense. information. You need to make it uh, available to the media because they weren't letting the media near it. Yes. And, uh, and coincidentally, they can't right now because – they all got COVID. <laughs> ah, oh. <laughs> they weren't cyber enough because um, they, of course, went, oh, we don't need uh, social distancing and we don't need masks. And now <laughs> a whole lot of them, there's hundreds of them in this uh, uh, basketball court room just working through stuff. Um, yeah, they all got COVID, so, oh, including oh, the oh. CEO of Cyber Ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was funny too. Uh, I've just sent you the link to their website. I think. Yeah, um, I saw that. It's very generic, and if you told me there was only two people working at this place, uh, I'd believe you. Oh God, it's they so do, terrible. They do, they do ethical hacking if you want. They've got your back. Also, they sell t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> good. good, good, good. I love their. I love their. Um, uh, no, there's more than two of them because their phone number is nine four one three ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's three of them. Uh, I think there's three of them. Yeah, it's all stock footage, uh, stock photos. So yeah, good on yeah. your cyber ninjas. I bet, I bet one of your mums is bringing you some food. <laughs> oh yeah, she'll be getting COVID too then. That's Come right. On. Hey, I got a story from Australia. This, yeah. uh, if you're a meth addict, I'm assuming, like, you know, you. <laughs> you oh, actually, lot- I read this story. Carry yeah, on. You, do, you do a lot of things, eh, to make sure you get some more drugs. So, uh, this 36 year old guy was sentenced to 11 and a half years because he did a fake drug bust. Him and his friend dressed up as officers, walked into uh, another drug dealer's home and demanded uh, drugs. They stormed the house and started shouting, This is a police raid. Get on the floor face down. Where are your drugs? Uh, they gave him some crystal meth and some marijuana, and he thought they had more. So they beat one of the victims with a hammer until he passed out. Yeah, so, which is very police-like. Oh, totally. I mean, everyone knows about a, uh, a hammer beating. And, uh, yeah. So that, both... That, 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 that truncheon you have there, 
the Stanley one. That's a bit different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hang on. What? What? Okay. So both the victims are now suffering lifelong complications. They didn't die, but they got stuffed up with a hammer. Yeah. And then it says, so the justice guy, he's talking and he goes, this is what it says. Though I believe your prospects are bleak, I do not believe they are hopeless. He stated that he did not accept Thomas's claim that he attacked the two men because one had allegedly done something to a girlfriend of yours. Then the next line says, Thomas was born with a squid and has a required brain injury, possibly from being hit over the head with a cricket bat during a road rage incident 10 years ago. Is that supposed to be squint, not squid? I must, yeah, okay, that, I couldn't, yeah, squint. Okay. I know, because I read that. I read this late at night, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I need to go to bed. I'm reading something wrong. This makes no sense. Okay, oh, yeah, that's good. I, yes. I saw squid as well, but it wasn't squint. just said it there. No, yeah, it goes, yeah, yes. Let's go with squint. If he was born, <laughs> here's your baby squid. Uh, this is my t- twin brother. Tentacles. It's in a, <laughs> <laughs> it's in a jar. <laughs> Don't look at him. Uh, born with a squid. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, no, but yeah, I love his thing. Or like, oh no, I'm not guilty of um, beating them for uh, drugs. Um, uh, they, he, he, he was, you know, shining onto my missus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll oh, that'll get you off, bro. Yeah, true. Crazy. How bad is bottled water? I haven't um, looked, see seen that? this. I just saw that there, but I'm, I want. I need to know now. You do. So, uh, hang on. Let me, I will tell you. Some scientists, because, you know, they're the ones that worked it out, uh, they researched in Barcelona, Spain, um, and 60% of the population there usually consume bottled water, at least some of the time. They've looked at the life cycle, what do they call it? Life cycle assessment, which is the environmental impact of an item over its entire lifespan. Yeah. And they said that bottled water is 3,500 times worse for the environment than tap water. Whoa. But is it is it better or worse for people? Because, like, I mean, I remember reading, like, yonks ago, years ago, and this is American because Fiji water is a big thing in America. Yeah, yeah, It actually yeah, comes from Fiji. But yeah. they, they get the water, they bottle it, and they put it in pallets, basically on the tarmac at the airport, sitting yeah. there for days or in a, nice. that's good. in a warehouse that's just tin shack mm. at the airport. And all the heat in that just leaches all the plastic chemicals out of the plastic yeah, yeah. into the water. And apparently it's just like not good for you at all, you know? So um, it, said, it said that if every resident in Barcelona switched to bottled water, extracting the raw materials would cost 70 million euro and lead to the loss of 1.43 animal species every year. Then there Jesus. would be then there would be 1400 times more of an impact on ecosystems and three and a half thousand times higher cost to the environment for resources. That's just one city. Yep. If the yeah. Uh, so it's better if they just drink tap water. Yeah, I'm, I I don't ever want to get off drinking tap water here. Oh I mean, no, we've yeah, we've got great tap water. Yeah, and I mean, I, I can see the benefit of putting a filter, and I don't, but I can see it. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't want to buy bottled water. It's just dumb. That's just dumb. If you're, yeah, I know. If you're an inmate uh, in Washington, how many packets of noodles will you get if you get your COVID vaccine? One. No, you get ten. Ten. 
That's good. That's a good deal. Ten packets of noodles. Ten free ramen noodle soups, the poster read. They've already given out 900 packets. See, if, if they did, if they wanted to get prisoners inoculated here, apparently all they'd need to give them was nicotine patches. Have oh, yeah, seen, yeah, yeah. Have you seen we're... that in the news? It was no. on TV3 this week sometime, um, or last week. Um, the A prisoner was speaking out. He goes in. You, when you go in, they can't. They give you stuff you can buy money. You can use money to buy from the canteen or whatever they call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what you can't buy is nicotine patches. And, of course, you can't smoke in prison. Oh, So when okay. you first get processed and put into prison, yeah. they give you a big white box, you know, those medicine boxes yeah, yeah. of nicotine patches. Oh, and so okay. they give you a 10-week supply, I don't know, yeah. whatever, whatever. Yeah. And so everybody, as soon as they get processed and let out into the yard, somebody comes over, a bunch of them come over and stand over you and punch you and get your nicotine patches off you. Of course. And then they sell them back to you for 30 bucks a patch. Nice. And uh, you should get your family to uh, give you money for that. Otherwise, beatings will ensue. And this happens everywhere, apparently. And so this prisoner just recently got out and he was talking about this. And he was like, I think we should... Uh, you know, make it available at the cafeteria or canteen or whatever you call yes, that thing. Make way so there's, it's not a commodity, and these gangs aren't making money out of it. Wow, who knew? I no, I didn't know that. No, I, I hadn't heard that before either. That's crazy. So you know, if you're ever going there, prison, and just grab some nicotine patches, hide them somewhere, you know. What do they call guess. that? That what? What's the term for that wallet? The prison wallet? wallet. The prison, prison wallet. wallet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keeping the prison wallet. <laughs> yeah. Good. Hope, and I hope they're sealed because you imagine the problems if they weren't. Well, particularly if you've never smoked like me, <laughs> like nicotine is just too bad. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, anyway, that brings us to the end of another week of podcasting gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, second time we've done this uh, over the uh, over the Zoom. The power of uh, the internet. Yeah, and it's worked well. So on Tuesday, we had Dungeons & Dragons, and something was wrong with my setup here, and I got booted off every 10 minutes. Booted off. Like, not not oh, the Zoom call. The Zoom state, it, it froze, yeah. but the um, Fantasy Grounds, which we play on, Kept oh. booting me off, and I had to reload my character, reload just the you, app. It was so annoying. You were the only one getting booted off. Oh, just me, just me. That's weird. Um, and I thought it was um, locally because I'd, I'd had that problem a bit, but I changed my Ethernet cord to the router, and I think I may have fixed it. That might oh. have been it. So very good. Okay. Anyway, okay. So, uh, what are you up to? Anything amazing this week? Uh, oh, your week, week off. I got the weekend off, and I'm probably going to eat very questionable food. Uh, it's lockdown time. We'll find out tomorrow what's happening. Uh, I'm going to – I reckon we're probably another uh, – probably another week, probably. I don't know. Yeah, quite possibly. I think so too. Um, I'm working Monday, Wednesday, Friday at Gilmore's at the moment, six hours a, a, a week. So we're recording this Thursday night. So tomorrow, Friday, I'll be working. Excellent. Um, yeah, and then I'll have the weekend off. Hey. Okay, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.